Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. So I had a drinking problem for close to a decade. It took me almost 10 years of living on a roller coaster, going up and down all over the place until I actually found a solution to my problem. And I tried what everybody else told me I should do. I tried to moderate. I tried to do 30 days without drinking. I tried to cut down. I tried to go to meetings, call myself an alcoholic. I tried to just grit through it with willpower. And, you know, I got some success with those methods, but nothing really worked long term. Nothing really made me feel as though it was a done deal. I was ready to move on with my life and just do the things that I really wanted to do. Nothing ever made me feel like that. But these days I do feel like that. I feel totally different. And what I want to share with you today is I want to share five things that I've learned from close to 10 years of drinking alcohol. I want to share some key lessons that I think are really going to help you on your journey to living that great life without alcohol, doing that cool stuff, So I really think that you should watch all five. I do think that these five points are really going to help you build that paradigm and that worldview where you see alcohol for what it is. At the end of the day, that is the secret to stopping drinking. It's seeing it without the illusions, without the conditioning, without the marketing messages. You're just able to see it for what it is. And when you're able to get into that state of mind, the desire to drink simply disappears. And I know that sounds hard to believe. And I know that you probably think Leon, Leon's lost the plot, but it happened to me. It's happened to many other people. You probably see people comment on the videos that it's happened to them. I take people through the Sober Clear coaching program where I help people go through that process. And the stuff that I'm going to talk to you about in this video is really going to help you develop this worldview. And if you want to go deeper into this kind of stuff, I've created a new video training showing you how to apply first principles thinking to get 100% control of drinking alcohol. If you want to get access to that video, then make sure to click the link in the description. I'm going to talk to you about how I discovered first principles thinking. I'll be sharing five mistakes that 95% of drinkers make. And I'm going to talk to you about the two phases of becoming sober clear. So guys, the very first thing that I learned is that when it comes to actually stopping drinking, there is nothing to fear. So during that 10 years, every single time that I thought that I was going to give up drinking, I thought that I was going to reduce my drinking, I thought that I was going to do whatever, there was this underlying sense of fear. Now, I don't mean this sense of fear like there was this adrenaline and I was afraid to go out of the house. No, I don't mean it like that. I mean it that there was this underlying sense of feeling of life just won't quite look the same again. I won't be able to go to the sporting events. I won't be able to go to hang out with my friends. What about the dates? What about all of these different things? I was afraid that these activities where I drank alcohol when I was participating in the activity, I was afraid that they wouldn't be quite as good. I thought that somehow by removing alcohol, it would remove the enjoyable part of the activities. Now, it took me a long time to understand that there really, really is nothing to fear. In fact, it took me 10 years because there was a 10-year process of really feeling that fear. And the fear is not legitimate. It is not a legitimate fear. You have nothing to fear. There is nothing to fear about embarking on this journey. Despite what the media will tell you, despite what society says, despite what your family say, despite what your best friends say, despite what the people down the pub say, You have got nothing to fear. There is absolutely nothing to fear when you embark on this journey. I wish I knew that. I didn't know that. I thought that when I removed alcohol, all of these things would suck. I thought that they'd be boring. I thought that I wouldn't have as much fun. I thought I wouldn't be as sociable. And it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. You have got nothing to fear on this journey. And if there's one thing that you take from this video, it's that. There is nothing to fear. You've got so much to look forward to. Your health, 
your career and your business, your family life. You have got so many things that you can start working towards. And thinking that these events and these things won't be enjoyable anymore, well, it's a myth. It's a fallacy. This is just holding on to the idea that alcohol was actually a good thing in the first place. What you'll actually find is that these activities and these things actually become more enjoyable. Going to a sporting event, hanging out with your friends, when you remove alcohol, it doesn't make these things worse off. It makes them better. And that's why first principles thinking is so important. That's why reframing the way that you view alcohol using that mental model changes the game. So like I said, do make sure to watch that free training in the description below if you want more information on the mental model. The second thing that I learned from 10 years of drinking alcohol is that willpower is ineffective. Now in life, you are probably a strong-willed character. You probably have a career, you probably have a, a business, you might have a family, you might have you know some achievements that you've made in the past, you might have hobbies, you might have things that are quite difficult to do. They require a lot of willpower. So what ends up happening is we think that because we're strong-willed people, that if we apply willpower to our alcohol problem, that somehow it's going to fix it. If we're capable of doing big, scary, hairy, audacious things, you know, these big, hairy, audacious goals and achieving big things with our life, then quitting drinking should be a walk in the park. But it, it, it isn't. It never is, right? When we use willpower to stop drinking, it never is. In fact, it becomes more difficult because we feel more and more deprived the more that we try to use willpower. And during the 10 years of finding a solution to my problem, I use willpower pretty much every single day. I don't think there was a day that went by that I was thinking, I can't wait to drink tonight. Every morning I'd wake up and think, oh, why am I doing this? Why, why am I waking up with a hangover again? And then I'd just use willpower throughout the day and by the nighttime, the willpower's gone and I'm drinking again. Now the problem with using willpower is that it comes down to your belief system. It comes down to the belief that there is a benefit to drinking alcohol. If you believe that there's a benefit to drinking alcohol, you need to use willpower to not drink it. So just like I said before, the trick is to use first principles thinking to reframe the way you view alcohol. When you can see it clearly, when you can see it and you logically understand everything that's going on around it, the desire to drink just goes. You just don't want to drink it anymore. And like I said before, guys, you can read books, you can get courses, you can hire coaches. The trick is, is you've got to build that new worldview. It will change absolutely everything. But if you're still using willpower, if you're still trying to grit through it, You've really got to spend the time to logically look at the situation. You've got to do the introspection and you've really got to do the work unless you want this to be a constant battle for the rest of your life. I used willpower for about nine months. In fact, I used willpower a number of times with varying degrees of success, but there was a time where I got sober for about nine months. Life went extremely well. I just gritted through everything with willpower, but there was a day where the willpower ran out. I ended up drinking again, which led me on a downward spiral into a pit, starting again, starting from scratch and just being in a bad way. So you've really got to understand that willpower is ineffective. And that's why I'm not a fan of these challenges and these stop drinking challenges and dry Januaries and things like that. I'm not saying that they're bad things, but for me, that would never have worked. If you told me to stop drinking for 30 days, by day seven, I'm going to be feeling miserable. I'm going to be feeling like I'm missing out on something and I'm really going to be not feeling good about my decision at all. And I'm just in my experience, I'm not saying this is the same for everybody, but in my experience, I would have just drank again. I would not have lasted 30 days anyway. Because the problem is, is that I'd be using willpower, which means that I still see alcohol as a good thing. These days, I don't see it as a good thing. I see it for what it is. I see it without the label, so I just don't want to drink it. I choose not to drink it. It's the difference between gritting through it and being in 100% control. So guys, the third thing that I learned from drinking alcohol for 10 years is that I am not the problem. So when I was trying to find a solution, I remember I went to AA, I went to Alcoholics Anonymous, and it was here that I was told that I was the problem. I had a disease and I had this disease for the rest of my life and I bought into it. 
So some of you guys know that I went to AA for about 100 days and I bought into it. I went to the meetings, I did a bit of the step work, I went to some of the hangouts, I went to some of the events, and so on. And here I was made to believe that I had a disease that was incurable and the only way to cure it is to give myself up to God and to do these, 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 this step work, right? That was the only cure to the problem. And if I didn't do that, then I was destined to fail because I still had this disease, there still had alcoholism in me, it was part of my genetic makeup or whatever. I still had this for the rest of my life. So basically what they're saying is, is I go to this, this place, I get told that there's something wrong with me, and if I don't stay there, then I'm gonna go out and live with this disease forever and I'm doomed to fail no matter what because I'm not following their system. I'm not following the 12-step system. I'm not giving myself up to God. That to me is just, it's just not true, right? Some people buy into that. Some people are fine. My mum has been to AA for 20 years. She bought into that. She goes to meetings. She's totally okay with it. So I'm not saying that this approach is necessarily ineffective. I'm saying that it didn't work for me. And there are a lot of people that it doesn't work for. But despite what you've been told, you don't need to believe it. You don't need to buy into the idea of having something wrong with you. Alcohol is the only drug where if you get addicted to it, you get a label and you become the problem. When it comes to things like cocaine or when it comes to things like gambling, you're not a gambleaholic for the rest of your life. You get rid of the problem, you get rid of it, you, you move on. But the problem is, is that because society view alcohol as a good thing, because we've got these layers upon layers of conditioning that have been happening forever, when there's somebody that can't control their drinking because nobody else wants to kind of admit that what they're doing is ridiculous, well, it's not the drug's problem, it's the individual's problem. And I'm sorry, but I just don't buy into that anymore. I used to think it was true. Now that I've got rid of alcohol and I've realized that there was actually nothing wrong with me in the first place, I've just gone and moved forward. And that mindset shift really helped me on my journey. Like I said though, if, if that's something that you've bought into, if you're okay calling yourself an alcoholic, admitting that you're the problem, giving yourself up to God and that's working for you, don't change it. But at the same time, you don't need to give yourself those labels. So guys, point four, or the fourth thing that I learned from 10 years of drinking alcohol is that you gain huge respect when you actually stop drinking it. Now, I'm not just referring to the respect that you get from family, from friends, from colleagues, from employers, from employees, and so on. They will respect you. They're gonna respect what you're doing. Some people are gonna ignore it, some people aren't gonna be bothered, but pretty much every single person that drinks alcohol is gonna look at somebody that doesn't drink it, and they're gonna have something within them that says, you know, I wish I could do that. And that's the sad reality of it. And these are the people, the people that really wish that they could be like you when you stop drinking, they're the people that are gonna offer you one drink. They're the people that are gonna say, why not just have one? There's nothing wrong with it. You know, just have one or two, just come back to moderation. Ah, uh, what, what do you mean you're not having a drink? The people that are saying this are the ones that are the most envious of you. And when you stop drinking it, you get a new layer of respect. Your friends are gonna respect you. Your family's gonna respect you. Your wife, your husband is gonna respect you. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that happens. And it's not just about stopping drinking, it's about who you become. So these days, like I pay for my, I pay my nana money every month. I give her money for her rent. Think about the respect that she's got for me now. I've turned my life around, I've built a business, I'm able to financially support her. Compared to the person that I was before that was always borrowing money from her. I was always saying, Nana, I need some money, I've run out of money, blah, blah, blah. And now it's changed. Think about the level of respect that she's got now. And that is so cool that the people around you that you love and that you admire start to respect you again. Also, the amount of respect that you have for yourself will increase dramatically. You feel self-respect and that is just, it's so important. Feeling good about who you are and what you are doing will change everything. And guys, the fifth thing that I learned to do was to, was to not beat myself up. So it says, do not beat yourself up there. So before when I stopped drinking, I'd always beat myself up. I'd always feel bad. I'd always have this sense of guilt. I'd always think, why did I not do this? Why didn't I do things differently? Why have I made all these mistakes? Does nothing, does nothing to serve you. 
That mentality, that victim mentality of poor me, boohoo, does nothing for you, right? There were 10 years that I wasted. Okay, maybe not a complete waste, there were ups and there were downs, but there were 10 years of progress that was dramatically slow. Now, I've got a choice. I can either focus on the here and now and the future, or I can go and beat myself up. I can go and feel sorry for myself. I can go and make amendments. I can go and do all of this stuff. But I think that but it's the wrong way to go about things. The best way to do things is to think, what's next? How can I create myself to be a better person, to then inspire other people, to lead other people, to make a bigger impact? What can I do in my personal life now? What's done in the past is done. There's no point going back to the past and beating yourself up. Just focus on the future. Focus on what's next. Where are you going next? And that is exciting. And that's something that I didn't really focus on in my in the 10 years of stopping drinking. I was always focused on the past and beating myself up. And these days, I'm not. I'm focused on the future, making myself better, and really trying to make a difference. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.